Everybody, it's Kristen Garth, or the girl in the woods, as tonight's episode describes, and I'm going to be reading to you poems that are inspired by my very own woods, because I live, very fortunately for me, finally, um, and I hope this for everybody in your life, that you um, get to find a place that is your dream home and my dream home, I'm going to put in quotes, is old and has a lot of issues and um, it's not a mansion or anything like that but what I've always wanted to um, live in was in a cabin or uh, which I don't, this is more than a cabin but it's a wooden house that has a lot of big windows in the middle of the woods and that to me is just the most perfect um, <laughs> experience, you know, where I have that feeling of almost being in the woods when I sleep because my bedroom is a lot of glass and um, it's just, I can't even, I get excited. I'm smiling so big right now talking about it, you know, but, um, <laughs> and, and like I said, it's not a matter of like what it cost or what you know that there's a million projects on this house um right after I moved into it my bedroom ceiling caved in from uh, uh, during a tropical storm so I mean that just kind of gives you the idea that you know it has a lot of um work to be done on it and it has a lot of um eccentricities and um everything else but that's just kind of my perfect kind of house and whatever your perfect kind of house is I hope that um if you're not in it now that you can find a way to capture that where you live or um you know at some point you get to change your geography because I know for me when I was very depressed geography was a huge um component of that I lived in a neighborhood that was um, really crowded and uh, I was around a lot of people but it was a lot of like angry people and also there was a murder in my neighborhood and of a child and that really you know I just could never get over that and I was depressed the entire time I lived there until I left and you know I just felt reborn when I moved so you know, I, I wish that for everyone to have a geography that makes you feel, you know, exactly who you are. And I am a girl in the woods. And that's what I'm going to read to you about tonight. So I will get to reading <laughs> some poetry. going to find the first one right here. <laughs> and I didn't have myself prepared. Okay. It is called forever wood and it's a this is a poem I wrote just this week and the um I was inspired a lot in these by where I live and these kind of dark themes in the woods but some of them were inspired by predators <laughs> be they human or um beast and th this one was inspired by a human predator that I had the misfortune of knowing and it's called forever wood Follow breadcrumbs to the edge of her wood. Often evil smells 
rather good. Aspic seasoned with arsenic, served with baked good she plundered from an abandoned picnic. A cookie with an innocent face, next to jellied poison she hopes you will taste. Slumber inside her forever woods, hex upon all trespassers who would deface pathways of her exile. Each pebble displaced by some children left to starve, debases her, her struggle, cottage she carved, the staircase of skeletons, dozens she dislocates by hand, boils clean of flesh, polished ornate, for fresh provisions an exile must wait. <laughs> and I I love writing um, dark fairy tale poetry. To me, it's just therapeutic. You know, it's kind of maybe it's my woman childishness that you know I I seek those that solace in fairy tales and um, taking that mythology into my life and um, seeing how those lessons or um, you know whatever apply to things that are going on with me, but. It's just a fun exercise, and I love that a lot of those stories are set in dark forest, and um, just that just excites me. And like one of my favorite things about living in the woods is going on a walk at night, and just the little kind of suspense of like you know living around animals and what you might see. And one time when I was walking through the woods, I, I hear an enormous deer with antlers um, came out and like, you know, I mean, I, I thought I heard the dun -dun -dun, and I thought it was a dog and, and I'm scared of dogs, just it's like a childhood phobia. So I, um, you know, my heart was racing so much. And instead, it all of a sudden, I see this, you know, um, legs in the air and it was like you know rearing up and it was just the most magical thing you know like one of those moments and I wish I'd had a picture of it because it was so amazing but at the same time like it was one of those moments when you're like I, I'm glad I'm experiencing it whether or not I'm photographing it you know maybe if I was photographing it you're like well you know <laughs> you've kind of missed sometimes being in that moment and it was just a very, very um, special thing. And another poem I'm going to read from, that's also on my dark um, foreverwood theme, Girl in the Wood, Death in the Air. And, oh, first before I read it, I should tell you, this poem was really inspired by what I was just talking about, that I went on an evening walk the other night, and um, there's woods just all around me. So there, I'm on the a trail, but it's, you know, on both sides, you know, there's thick, thick woods. And you can't see a lot of times what's in there, but sometimes you can hear things really close. And you're like, oh, you know, and every, you know, hair stands up on you <laughs> because you feel like, oh my gosh, what is this? It could be a, a bunny <laughs> or it could be a fox or it could be, you know, whatever. Well, I'm almost a thousand percent sure and it was a coyote um I couldn't see the whole body but through a little um I was trying to walk quickly and get past it but it was 
you know, very agitated and it was like very close to where I was. And I, to the point that through one little um, space in the branches, I saw an ear, like a kind of cream colored ear. And I've seen foxes a lot um, here, but I've never seen a coyote. But when I look them up, I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. And I do know we have them because my poor, um, I, when I first moved here, I didn't know that we had them. And I, I allowed, you know, my cat to go outside and had a cat, you know, killed by, uh, you know, disappeared that we don't ever, you know, I don't know, like if, um, exactly what happened, but neighbors were all having the same problem. And so someone paid like a trapper to come out here to determine what it was. And they found, um, like, you know, signals, whatever, a proof that it was a coyote. And though I'd never seen one, but I guess I did. But anyway, I wrote this poem and it's a really dark poem. And it was, I think, a combination of that experience of, you know, wanting to take these walks, but knowing there's beast in that um, woods and still being drawn to it. And also the movie Midsummer because it's almost like giving yourself over to nature to do with what you will, you know, <laughs> because you it's taking it to like an ext- horror extreme. So there's a little content warning right there. Death in the air. Ascent in the twilight past breaths of the beast who stalk the edges of forest on the phalanges of feet quickening heartbeats of little lost girls panting in pine trees near the end of the world pale hirsute ear you peer where the needles are bare eyes straight ahead mutter pieces of prayers Fear the savage inside you that gravitates toward the territory of teeth as evening grows late. Blackberry nightshade you swallow, await the spasms orgasmic. Pupils dilate. Grave green blades you lay down until you feel his breath hot in your hair. Dance with a beast who smells death in the air. So that's a spooky one that will definitely need to um, snuggle in your bed tonight with something comforting after these because this is definitely like a very Halloween feeling episode and that makes me excited. I think I wrote some of these scary poems this week to like comfort myself as a horror lover in all the anxiety of, you know, the world right now and um, that seems overwhelming at times. It's escaping into horror feels like a comfort and I've needed that this week so I kind of declared um this week as Halloween um and all the way through Halloween season you know actually for me Halloween kind of goes from August I mean you know until um Thanksgiving (laughs) I know it's bad but I just I love it so much so hello and happy Halloween (laughs) Anyway, um, I'll read you another, and this one is one that I love to write prompts, and this was a prompt that I did um, for, um, oh, Detritus Online, when they um, used to do a lot of prompts and for issues, and I, what I love is it takes me to places I never thought I would go, like this is a poem <laughs> that is 
a little bit about bestiality, I think, but I was prompted. Um, it was a fairy tale themed, um, themed issue. And, and the theme that I was given was Goldilocks and the three bears. And so <laughs> here is Chimera unbearable. Dorwell, she stalks. Each night he sleeps. Cottage forbidden, forest deep. Husband says, these trees hide bears. She hunts hypnotic inside his evergreen nightmares. And one she makes it through the door. Somnambulist, not even looking for these animals consciously. A chimera undressing mechanically. Feral stray, ample bed. Feather pillow below a flushed cheek, toe head. Bestial scents against bare skin and sheets destroyers touched. Husband peeks into dream. Three hirsute bears wander in. Arousal, so many claws steer through a night. In his dreams, she feels exactly right. <laughs> I mean, I take responsibility for it because I wrote it. But um, but I just, I was trying to um, think of, um, you know, this man who, um, you know, many things I think that, you know, like, you know, men can be, um, or, you know, I don't know, it's just men, but, you know, can be very um, jealous about and and in this one it was a dream in which his um wife cheats on him with the three bears <laughs> and he just can't get that image out of her, her his mind and I definitely have had that experience where um you know like someone does something to you in a dream and you know it's a dream and you know obviously they didn't do that to you and you can't hold that against them but you know maybe for a few hours after you wake up you got to keep telling yourself no they didn't do that to me that was a dream you know because I have really vivid intense dreams so you know it's it's a situation like that but anyway I'm gonna read one more scary forest poem before we all get cozy in our beds and my bed is in the forest but it's safe inside and but I have dreams that are like of the forest that's what I, I it, it gets into my dreams a lot and I feel like living without curtains <laughs> and sleeping without curtains and just falling asleep, kind of staring out into the darkness of the trees is very, um, good for me. You know, I, I feel connected where, you know, I most feel at home. And so that's what I mean about your house. I mean, you don't have to have, you know, I mean, if I guess if that's your fantasy to have, you know, you know, some huge mansion or, you know, whatever, but whatever, you know, maybe like think about what features of that are actually really important to you and just find a place that speaks to your soul. Because, you know, for me, like my house has many issues and it's definitely not like a architectural digest house or something like that, but there's things about it that are, that are specific to me that I like so much that I've and I have a lot of space and, and that's important to me um so anyway 
I'm going to read this last poem. And it's called The Hunter. He carved a box, polished an axe, and chopped an oak before you rustled leaves that lined his woods. Fashions a heart, shape that's lopped, befits the be beating valentine he'll find behind bared breast. By knife, conquest, and curlicue, eviscerates, renames, reduces you to letters for a crest that binds you to the rest. A dozen shame, you share a name, just contents that he locks until it rots, replaces with the next. Pretext, particulars, collects. This box, a map to innocence, no one protects. It hums until he hollows it and pours. Your heart, just like a dozen, boxed before. And, you know, again, this was definitely a poem I wrote about a human predator. And it came off like a serial killer, I think. But it was obviously, it was written about a person I knew who was, you know, what another friend of mine at the time told me you know, was like a collector, you know, of women that, you know, that he made you feel very special and he would keep you on the line, but he had others just the same. And, you know, and it's a particular, this person that was talking to me, um, he, you know, he was very psychologically adept and he, you know, he just was saying, you know, once I understood it, sometimes, you know, you just have to understand what somebody's actually doing to you and, and why it works on you. And it kind of broke the spell of this person when I realized, you know, that that's why, you know, he would like, you know, woo me so hard, but he, he was all about the wooing and then, you know, you know, disappear and then re come back and woo because he wanted to keep you there in a collection of people, but he didn't really um, want to have any kind of like personal, like individual relationship. You know, it was like you were one of a, of a bunch of people. And, you know, once, you know, it's, it's good to like figure out, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, of course I don't want this to happen but sometimes you have to actually figure out what someone is doing to you to break the spell of it and he was a hunter but he was not a um a keeper you know he was just like he would do what he had to do to keep you stringing along but it was it wasn't enough to make you feel good you know about yourself and so eventually I left but anyway <laughs> We have had a good time in the woods tonight, and I hope you're not too scared, but if you are scared, just take your own stuffed animal and get into your bed and cuddle it and think happy thoughts and give yourself over to the woods of your dreams. And that's what I'm going to do because I'm sleepy. But I enjoy this every week, and thank you for listening. And I will be back next week with a new episode. Don't know what it is yet, but it'll be something good, I think. So, <laughs> thank you, and good night from Girl in the Woods.
Kristen whispers sonnets. Join me for a sonnet.